Welcome to For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. I'm Adi Shokwela, JK Shops, you do AK the Energy Guard, and my brother with the beard, Mr. Schmooze, aka producer Damola. Uh, <laughs> I got a haircut Paul's, this week. Paul's looking like Rick Ross you know, in this place. Look at that, look at that, look at that lustre. <laughs> Is it lustre or lustre? That's crazy. <laughs> that silkiness. Oh, ridiculous. It's beard well. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, well, this is where we talk about everything happening within the Afro pop culture, pop culture in general. We share yeah. our thoughts and opinions on it. Mm. Um, I like the fella t shirt, man. You it looks know, like you had, respect. you know, massive you order know. coming. You know, from the shrine, Africa shrine. We yeah. have to pay homage to the one and only Africa. The one and only. I need to fella, go get myself like, probably like 10 you know, of those. Who we just celebrated, celebration yeah, weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Collaboration weekend was, you know, it was fun fantastic the first time in the uk i think yeah. collaboration uk was taking place was that, was that the first time no it was supposed to take take place a couple of years ago Go, yeah. but there was a lot of things that mm. went wrong with it so yeah. it didn't happen but yeah. this one you know shout outs to the entire team yeah. you know um daily show see me files yeah all the artists that came you, on you, stage you Go to, well. obviously you uh, know how i do it Tommy agape everybody <laughs> performing there was fantastic to celebrate for life especially for the young the new school cats yeah. man i've gone into that whole thing yeah listen <laughs> what are the headlines this week man? all right we already mentioned one of the headlines of course which is collaboration uk celebrations yeah. uh we don't be talking about carnival weekend because of course y'all didn't hear from us last week so we'll be talking about what happened in carnival weekend one african music fest coco concert shopsy do our friends yeah. and of course the Notting hill carnival and then we'll be talking about the new album by Yemi Alade, yeah. more Woman of Steel. Woman of Steel. You know, we'll be breaking that down, we'll be chopping it up. And then we'll be talk- going to Ghana, where we'll be talking about Bim Nation. There's been rumors of a little bit of in house, you mm. know, turbulence. Mm. So we'll be breaking that down as yeah. well. And then still in Ghana, Ghanaian gospel artist Akese Brempong. Mm is demanding that churches invest in gospel artists mm. um, <laughs> i mean we we would share our opinions on that and then finally in south africa uh nasty c has announced the tour dates for his late new concert wow so i mean has he finished the old one yeah he wow it like what not Actually, quite. It was very recent. Yeah, though. not quite one, two months, Mama's, you know. Mama's constantly working. So He's building. Constantly I like that. Working, I like so, that, man. You know, we're going to be discussing that as well. Brilliant. So yeah. where do we kick start from? All right. I mean, we already chopped up the celebration weekend. Yep. So let's go right into Carnival Weekend 2019. Yep. Uh, Carnival Weekend, of course, kicked off with uh, one African... No, 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 no. Shopsy no, no. Friends. Kicked off with Shopsy Doing Friends. Shopsy Myself. On the Thursday night. my friends on you, Friday Was it night. Friday? It was a Friday. Listen, See, the man, weekend was so long. I lost the track of it. Shopsy Doing Friends, obviously, was a party by myself. Um, second edition. Second edition, 2019 mm. at Club Aquarium. I invited a couple of my Afrobeats artist friends yeah. to come up and entertain other people, party goers, mm. and just really celebrate another 12 months of being within the game and and pushing the culture forward and yeah. shout outs to everybody from cdq to a star paper maker to i uh i every single person dzvc dzvc tenny was in the house tenny runtime was, was in, in the, the house, house. Yeah. you know joe yeah. abai please yeah um chicane girls people just came out uh you know just to celebrate the culture yeah. really and just show up for me mm. and and really just start the, the carnival weekend mm. in the best possible way possible you know Shout out made as well, well yeah, you know, putting that event. together. It yeah. just shows that, number one, um, we continue to grow every year. A lot mm. of the artists and people within the culture, they appreciate the efforts that we're putting Brilliant. in, yep. in trying to push the envelope, yep. celebrating our culture, pushing our music out there. Yep. And if it's just one day when they can come together, just 
almost like just show their face and and be a part of the audience, audience yeah. not only just be the ones on, on stage, stage Ron Town was partying, Tenny yeah. was partying, yeah. just be a part of the editing. Yeah, <laughs> just being a part of the audience. I think it's also important for people to see yeah. that yes, they are superstars, they are celebrities, but they're also, you know, Africans and, and a part of this culture and really just want to vibe with us. Yeah. And, and that was fantastic for me, yeah. you know, leading into the Saturday, which yeah. was One Africa One Fest. One Africa Music Fest, which went down the Wembley, SSE Wembley yeah. Arena, which featured the likes of Burner Boy, yeah. I think Banky W hosted yeah. the event. Tenny. Uh, we had Tenny there. Harmonize. Harmonize Ja Praiser. Ja Praise. I mean, it was... Kojo Funds, B. Young. anyone that was anyone in Afrobeats was right there. It was, you know, uh, Cranium and White Clef. It yeah. was a complete mixture of the Afro, yeah. you know, the whole culture. spectrum. So we're talking about the West Indies, we're talking about the UK, yeah, we're yeah. talking about America, you mm. know. And for me, um, One Africa Fest is almost like one of the platforms that pretty much gave birth to an Afro nation yeah. in the sense that the it was way an they pulled, yes, they pulled artists from, from different, different corners. Parts of Africa and parts of the world together that celebrating mm. the Afro-Caribbean culture. Yeah. I think that that was and and one thing I noticed this year, mm. even though we had the likes of Burner Boy, you know, with Nigerian heavy tenny and stuff, yeah. I've got to say for the first time I actually felt like we we're outnumbered. Nigeria was well, outnumbered by the Zimbabweans. Really? I'm I'm telling really? you. Really? When Banky W said is Zimbabwe in the house the noise the place went crazy wow and big shout outs to my sister Taponiswa yeah um I think she's head of media and, and PR at uh, Sony. Columbia Sony oh, yeah um before we went into the venue mm. she already said listen I'm I can hear my traditional the language here spoken. outside <laughs> of the venue yeah and for me to be hearing that yeah. that that means there's going to be a lot of people in there. Yeah. What happened was One Africa Fest booked Japreza, yeah. who is one of the, the biggest, biggest East African artists, South Southern African South artists, Africa, yeah. particularly from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Um, his performance was not only electric. I mm. think it was it was just emotional mm. to see him come out and the way he was received by the crowd. Wow. I think his performance. Two Faces performance and, and Tenny's performance for me were emotional performances mm -hmm. because for a particular time mm -hmm. they left, you know, they left the DJ, they left the party songs yeah. and they went with just, you know, emotional songs, yeah. uplifting records. Mm -hmm. And that, mo that for me, that, those moments where when I really felt being African, Turn, yeah. you know, Japrazer's vocals and the way his people responded to, to him. him. You know, I had DJs right next to me who hadn't heard, heard him before. Songs. And they were like, who's this guy? Yeah. Just off of his voice, voice and his reception. It's like, who, like, I've got to know who this guy yeah, is. is. Obviously, Two-Faced DB as a legend has I been call. doing it for quite some time. Yep. So he doesn't really have to do too much mm. to get us going. Mm. He was just singing, he you know, was talking Zimbabwe, Uganda, <laughs> and everybody. The minute he started to call different countries, mm. you know, automatically, those people responded in the audience. Mm. Then Tenny had moments where she completely just broke it down. Yeah. It was just her vocals and probably the drummer and the guitarist. And the One Africa Fest for me this year yeah. was probably 
one of the first times that I really enjoyed it as an audience, audience member. member yeah. Even though I was there, part of the Beat London 1 3.6 Interage. FM, working yeah. behind, just making sure our social media was, was going. going yeah. But I, I also had moments where I, I sat back mm. and I enjoyed as an audience, you know, as a fan, mm -hmm. Kojo Fonz, Beyond, Snake Bow, yep. you know, Cranium. Yep. I'm there, I'm just, you know, I, it was really, really a fantastic moment. I'm, and big shout outs to the organizers. I know how difficult Bro, it is to put together. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Particularly the different, you know, artists, the yeah. different types of personalities, the different entourages, the different requests. Yes, yeah. But it was fantastic. It was yeah. a success. People enjoyed it. Yes, some artists didn't show up, like Techno to a Savage. Yeah. Obviously, they have other bookings, they have other business. Yeah. Yes, some of the fans that were there to see those were disappointed. would have been disappointed. But as a whole, mm. I think it's another thumbs up, another yeah. win for Africa, another win for the culture, mm -hmm. and another way to celebrate our culture in the United Kingdom. So that was that was brilliant. Yeah, and then on Sunday we had uh, the Coco concert. Oh, shit! Which was of course the, the, the concert headline by none other than the Banj himself. I'm hot. You're not. I'm hot. You're not. The Banj yeah. without that was mad. Doubt. Yeah. Is arguably mm. the greatest pop performer that we have from Africa. Yeah. And I'm talking this generation. Yeah. That young man has everything that it requires to mm. entertain a crowd yeah. whether they know your hits or, or they don't yeah this man has everything he embodies everything mm. showmanship performance ability mm. entertainment ability mm. connecting with the fans mm. breaking it down with the live band you think that him and composers yeah. have been working together, together for a long time for years the way he goes composers bam, bam. Mm -hmm. he, like <laughs> if you miss a the band's performance yeah you've missed the whole lot true that's an artist that i would ask you anywhere in the world that you're at if the poster comes up that is performing please find it to pay that ticket price and go and watch that brother perform mm -hmm. he is everything and more mm -hmm. um one of the people that kicked the door open for the new generation african pop stars that we're enjoying today mm -hmm. his collaboration with the likes of don jazzy uh, dr c the one they call the homoid screw that gave us so much. much life yeah every hit that he performed on stage i remember where i was, I was when at the first time. heard it yeah I same for me as record. well like what the kind of i don't know confidence yes, yeah. and pride it gave me yeah to so, be involved with oh, that and, and you know what was interesting again it was the first exactly that about that date 10 years ago was when he had his last Coco uk concert. uk concert the coco concert i think that was one uh, yeah Kanye pulled up to no no was not that, that one? one no it was, was the first, first one? one it was the yeah. first one so i mean to not have that again another 10 years you know, and then the fact that you know doing his performance on stage he played brand new record yeah, particularly one that Stormy. was yeah that was dedicated so to the loss child. of his son yeah. and also the announcement of his unborn, unborn child, child. Yeah. that was emotional yeah. where he had the lovely stacy on stage yeah. uh the, the lady that co-wrote the record and also performed on the record, the record that yeah. was 
For that those who don't know who Stacey is, uh, she's a what songwriter? She's a popular songwriter writer. in LA who's mm. worked with the likes of Beyonce, and the list goes on. Yeah. She sat down. I think I think she's yeah. also credited for with co-writing the, some of the new songs on, on the Lion the King, King album, gift uh, album, especially the especially brown, skin. brown skin girl. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, the Coco concert was a fantastic event. Yeah, it was. Um, you had uh, guest performances by Fowles, Snakebow, Ron, Ron Town. Town. Yeah, you that, know, that, that was amazing. That, that was, was great, man. I and and Tommy people. Tommy Agape, Jizzy VC, yeah, uh, SK, SK, Sona, the Dem Three Dancers. They came true. I mean, it was it was good. It, it was, was good. And then the after party. Yeah. We party till like 6 a.m. I couldn't even do the after party. I was tired at this point. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, tired. I, how you guys did it, I don't know. You know, Smith was like, yeah, let's go to the after party. I was like, something else, I was like, yeah, 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 I'm right behind you. Bro, <laughs> we were there too. I left at 5.30. Nah, I, I couldn't have done it. And I left them in there. Wow. I'm now, telling you. I heard they were there till 7. I, like, I ran away. I mean, big ups to the band and his uh, personal team because, uh, again, they had been on tour for, for like three days. Three days Birmingham, Manchester. And, and then, then that London. morning of the concert, they just come they in came from into, Birmingham. They came into, yeah. And then from the train station, they came straight to, to the, the concert, venue. To the venue, and it was at the venue and till it was there the, the whole time till the performance. After the performance, and he then they went to the after party. party. I was just like, I don't boy, know how you guys are you doing it. People are strong, boy. I don't know how they do it. No, it was. I think. I think the energy, the adrenaline I, coming from the weekend. Yeah, that that that's what pushed them. And another amazing thing happened just yeah. before the band went on stage. So. A lot of people don't know, but the band went to sleep like after sound check. He yeah. went to rest after eating, so he had only slept for a few hours. And just before he went on stage, you know, that's he like literally just woke up, wore his outfit, and went straight to stage. Like Are that's how much, that's how like is how quick no, he's able to switch it he's on. He's something, you know. He's a, spe- and a special. And then just before he went on stage, I whispered to him. I said that don't worry, you got this. And he gave me that look like, Abby, do you this think one crazy? Do you think this is my first time? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think this is? What, is what are you talking about? <laughs> this is, don't worry, you go and sit down. Yeah, the one person that you want to put on stages for international audiences to enjoy. enjoy yeah. When it comes to African culture, yeah. the band definitely has to be top yeah. five of that Most list. Definitely. Most no, definitely. That was a fantastic it day. And then led into Carnival Monday. Yep, that's the one that, you know, you were there, you should give us the download Boy, that man. one. Carnival, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not aware, of course, Notting Hill Carnival is that one carnival in the year where we celebrate the Caribbean culture in the UK. Okay. It's, big, it's the biggest uh, Afro, uh, Afro-Caribbean carnival in Europe. I think it's the biggest street festival. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> mad with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people walking the streets yeah, of London. London. Ridiculous People flying dressed, in from all over the world. Dressed in their Caribbean attire, soco music, Zik, reggae yep. music at its peak. Yep. And um, it's just a fantastic way to go out there, listen to what our Caribbean brothers and sisters are listening to, mm-hmm. see them enjoy the different parties and festivals and mm-hmm. different sounds coming from the West Indies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of the Africans as well. We go out there, we've got the Nigerian corner, yeah. we've got different corners where we're playing Afrobeats yeah. music, blended with, you know, dancehall and soca, go yeah. eat jerk chicken at its finest, mm-hmm. rice and peas, all sorts of rum punch and cake. Yeah. Listen, and I went there this year. I took my daughter along. Yeah, I saw she that. went there for the first time, just mm-hmm. so 
she could get a lot more closer to our Caribbean roots, yeah. our West Indian roots, and it was fantastic, man. The weather was brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. throughout. Yeah. The first time in about five years that I've been to Notting Hill Carnival, and it was straight yeah. up sunshine Sorry. throughout. Wow. Not one drop, drop of rain. Of rain. Wow. It was just amazing, was amazing, man. The Nigerian corner had the likes of, you know, Tillerman, LKT, mm. all of these folks were on stage. Hundreds of people in the crowd. We yeah. had an amazing time, man. And for me, this year, I think all the events that I attended, One Africa Fest, The, uh, the Badge, and then Notting Hill Carnival, yeah. for the first time, I think I really just enjoyed it as being part of the audience. Yeah. You know, even though, you know, I hosted with Shop Studio and Friends. I hosted yeah. with The Badge. I, I hosted at the Nigerian yeah, Corner. corner as well. But I had moments where you I left the like stage and went into the audience and just vibed. Mm. You know, and then the thing is, at Notting Hill Carnival, going to the Nigerian Corner, yeah. I always follow float. So yeah. I'm right behind a soccer float Notes. or a dance yeah, soccer float. behind it. Mm. <laughs> Catch one or two wines is important. <laughs> you can't go carnival with your summer. <laughs> no, it's part of the culture. <laughs> Listen, you can't go carnival and not expect to catch one or two wines. Right. A, mm. a minimum one or two. Mm. Behind a float, right. women are dressed in some of the most carnival, beautiful carnival attires. Mm -hmm. You know, you see people just re people are in the best of spirits. Serious, yeah. I know there's obvious police presence mm -hmm. but they're just there to give us confidence yep, that yep. we are safe and secure so, yeah everything else goes everything the one, thing, the one advice i'll give people is you see when people come to the carnival with their own yeah. drinks mixed up yeah and they give you a sip don't take don't it off anything, because no. <laughs> some of them is straight up yeah spirit concoctions hey, <laughs> That's the one advice I'll give you. Straight but apart up. from that, everything else was fantastic. Yeah. It was a sunny day mm. with the right energy. Fantastic celebration of Caribbean culture. Yeah. Obviously, we went to the Nigerian corner. Big big shout-outs to uh, DJ Abbas, Ebuayo yeah. Shonaya, a brilliant array of DJs. Mm. And we had an amazing time and, and just finished the weekend mm. with the right spirit with yeah. the carnival man it was fantastic yeah that was amazing man. it was brilliant, brilliant. all right from there let's let's go on to the new album by nigerian afropop queen yemi alade and uh, i think this is what our fourth this is our fourth yeah fourth studio album yeah titled the woman of steel woman of steel i think this is a play on the super superman superwoman absolutely man of steel. i think i, I think i think <laughs> really it's a play on African women. Mm. African women have had to be that woman of steel. Yeah. You know, the pin you know, the pinnacle of a family. Yeah. Um, the backbone of the family. Mm. Yeah. You know, mothers, we know what they go through in Africa. To provide. So, exactly. And Yemi Alade has always been somebody that's tried to propel and mirror that mm. Africanness, yes, mm. and a woman of steel. I don't know how she got the inspiration for for that title, so, yeah. but I believe that the minute I heard that title, mm. it made sense straight away. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and again, sense. when you look at her individual story, mm. she's been someone that has had to 
hit off a lot of criticism mm. yeah. for her creativity and her art. Mm. And she's had to be a woman of steel. Mm. You able to you get know? acceptance within the industry. That's what well. I'm saying. Yes. She's had to be a woman of steel mm. dealing with some of the stuff that she's dealt with mm. within the music industry. And a lot of African pop queens mm. dealing with within the industry. Yep. So, the, the you know, the title of the album itself yeah, was very, very, was just to the point. Yeah, most definitely. And the album has got about 16, it's got 16 tracks, 15 yeah, tracks. 15 tracks. And features the likes of Angeli Kijo, yeah. Funke Akidele. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Funke Akidele is a popular Nigerian actress for those Comedian know, and comedian. entrepreneur. And then he also features uh, Recross, of yeah. course, on the Oh My Gosh remix. Yeah. And then finally features Duncan Mighty. Absolutely. Who had what, the biggest comeback of 2018. <laughs> and, and the deluxe, help, the deluxe version, version, which yeah. is going to be out in about a month's time, yeah. is also going to have features by Brit Award winner Lamar. Oh, nice. Yeah, Lamar's going to be on that. And Daju, wow. Fri- French and Congolese yeah, superstar Daju yeah. is also big. on that. Absolutely. Wow. So wow. what she's done with that album is... Number one is is the same authentic Emi Alade sound, yeah. sound, which is celebrating our African heritage. Mm. But she also opened up to bring other people onto that sound yeah. in the likes of rapper Rick Ross from America, yeah. three-time Grammy Award oh, winner Angeli Kijo yep. on that. Brought Daju on, brought Lamar on that. Mm. And, and for me, I had the opportunity to work in a simple, very, very tiny way mm. on that album which was just lending my ears yes. to support the team shout out their fizzy group yeah. um taya liu kore yeah. or nazi the whole yeah. team, team. Yeah. are like family to me and i just helped in very simple terms yeah. to help with kind of like listening and a and r um a couple of the pro- songs on there and I'm, I'm being part of the whole process of the album and for me again mm. um another album coming out from africa from the Afrobeats community yeah. that we can be proud of yeah. that also showcases the different sounds, sounds within the space within the space yeah. she worked with different producers on yeah. there there's Maestro on yeah. there there's VTech on yeah. there there's DJ Kublon on there VTech there's produced some of P-Square's biggest, P-Square's biggest hits, hits. Yeah. DJ Kublon on there that produced some of the Pinaya <laughs> as well as Techno's you know, biggest, biggest hits, hits. Yeah. she has the Iga Boy on yeah. there so she definitely opened up and allowed herself to really Ex- just explore. express and explore Whoa. those various sounds. And I, I, I believe that's the way forward yeah. for a lot of our Afro pop stars. Mm. Um, it, it links Africa well with yeah. the international pop sound. Most definitely. That way people listen and they hear something that they're used to. Most on definitely. So what's your favorite song on the album? Has to be, I know she's going, she, she, she might, has to be the collaboration with the queen uh, uh angelique Kijo. that's been the dream yeah for me ever since i knew yemi yeah um i'll share a secret here mm. like from day one i've always pressed yemi to work with, with Angelique Angel- because they've got it makes one, sense they've got one of the most brilliant relationships it's a mother-daughter relate if wow. you see them together mm. you would believe that angelique angelique Kijo Kijo. is yemi's mom yeah they talk about everything from hair to <laughs> skirt to uh, fashion, she is the person that told Yemi how to manage her voice. Wow, wow, yes, wow. you know, whenever she sees Yemi, yeah. the first thing she talks about, What are you doing to your voice? Da, 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 yeah. da, da. She's her, that's her mom. Wow, so from the first time I noticed that relationship, yeah. I was like, Yo, 
this collaboration will be amazing, amazing. will be dope, the energy will be ridiculous. Mm. The celebration of Africa yeah. within both women yeah. who Angelique Kejo was also being referred to Mama Africa as Mama Africa, Africa in the past. Time, yeah. So I said, yo, come on. It this woman sense. continues to break grounds and, and do amazing yeah, things. things. It will be great. And she's had such a long career as well. So. Yeah. So wow. when I saw the collaboration, yeah. when I heard the music, I instantly fell in mm. love. The song is titled uh, Shekere. Yeah, titled yeah. Shekere. And, and, you know, you, you'd love it. Just go yeah. get the album. You would love it. The project you would love the song yeah. with um angela kiju all the other records are fantastic the one yeah. you know with produced by maestro sure. the one with you know um home as well one of the new singles is nice um, the, and, I think and it comes with a short movie. movie yeah which we were talking about yeah it comes with a short movie you need yeah. to see that as well mm. um so yeah yemi alade is another you know she's in a fantastic space course, she's yeah. a, a brilliant representation mm. of hard work yeah. talent and just sheer belief yep that's one thing i've learned from their team mm. hard work and belief yep i i, I don't think greatest ingredients for boy, success it's crazy for success. and that's what she represents and yeah. big congratulations to her on the album make yeah. sure you go get it you're most definitely, definitely going to love it most, most definitely all right now let's go down to ghana yep. where there's been some reports about trouble in the beam nation yep. camp for those that don't know beam nation is home boy to stone boys uh, that's his imprint. Label. Yeah. Um, his, you know, his movement. Movement. Yeah. You know the Boom. Beam Nation movement. Exactly. You heard, if you listen to Stoneboy, you've you definitely have heard, heard Beam Nation. Yeah. Many, many times. Yep. Anyway, so now there's reports that you know there's some trouble in the camp, um, which has led to Stoneboy's manager and sort of label executive um, Black Sedi so reportedly leaving Stoneboy's European tour, which is currently on the way. Yeah, that's happening. He's just had. Uh, a show in Germany, Germany about a yeah, couple of days apparently, ago. Yeah, uh, apparently, Black said he's returned to Ghana but due to this uh, disagreement. And then there's also talk of artists on the label, Kevin Boy mm. and uh, Ovi as well, yeah. departing the label. Reasons are not are not available at mm. this moment or as at press time. Yeah. But I mean, what what what, what do you think? First of all, what do you I think, think about this? First of all, mm. I'm not happy to mm. hear this negative information coming out of um, beam nation mm. because of various reasons uh stone boy was a member of uh was part of the former umbrella what's that label the, the called xylophone xylophone records. records and there was a little bit of friction and negativity there whilst it was there, there. Yeah. beam nation is a sanctuary his own platform yeah. and what you would want is especially coming out of the negativity from xylophone yeah. you at least want the ship to be steady, steady moving forward i mean it's been less than a year that they left exactly so ripples now mm. coming out with his close manager yeah. being reported to have left, left and artists they've signed reported to have Not left, left yeah. that definitely that 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 concerns me mm. because it weakens the team yeah i'm going to reach out to stoneboy personally yeah. to find out what his words are on what exactly is going, going on, on in the label yeah. but he is somebody one of the reasons why i've been a fan of stoneboy is not only his incredible music yeah but he's been one of those musicians from africa that has had an image and is a bit of consistency well put together yeah, image, image. Yeah. he comes he always, across as a nice guy good he comes guy. across he as just very knowledgeable music, you know. and and just very straightforward yeah. and they've been successful in pushing that yeah. brand and image um but this uh, ripples mm. coming out of xylophone then going into 
abomination. I think it's definitely gonna distort that image a little bit. Um, so I want to personally find out what's going on. Definitely losing your close manager, who seems to be somebody who's been there through a couple of these rocky moments, Mm. would be another negative. Would be a massive, massive loss. I hope that isn't true. I hope they'll be able to find a way to work through that, but. Mm. Storming out of the European tour is mm-hmm. a terrible yeah, sign. sign. Yeah, that's uh, things must be really bad. Mm-hmm. Things it's, must be really it's bad. It's a terrible sign. With the artists, other artists on the label leaving, sometimes we hear yeah, of that, that yeah. because artists believe that they're not being given the right Retail, shine. No they're not giving. Yeah. yeah, that happens. Yeah, especially if the head of a label is also a musician. Yep. I remember when Jay Z was the head of Def Jam, <laughs> or was it the head of Jeff Jam? Def Jam. Yeah. Yeah, it was Def Jam. Um, LL Cool J publicly criticized him <laughs> because LL Cool J felt, felt yeah. Jay Z being the head was affected. His, yes, yeah, his own release dates, and he affected and him like as an artist. Yeah. So you know this happens. Mm. But um, with Bim Nation, I sure I just hope that it doesn't go further than this because yeah. if it does, what seems to be a structured outfit mm. and a moving ship that's winning. It looks like it's going to be affected yeah, a little bit yeah, now. Most definitely. Uh, well, hopefully they they sort out their yeah. issues. Uh, still in Ghana, uh, a Ghanaian gospel artist Akese Brempong recently claimed that churches weren't doing enough to support gospel artists and that churches should be investing in gospel artists since you know they're promoting the gospel. What's your take on this? I completely agree with him. You think so? I completely agree with him. Mm. Um, ba- first of all, based on um the visible successes of go- of, of churches, churches yeah. nowadays in Africa. I like that the visible success. Yeah, visible. There's no we can't hide it. Visible success. It is visible. We've seen how the pastors roll. leave it heavy. Private jets, Rolls Royces, Jeeps, mansions. Well, we've seen it. These gospel musicians mm. have become yeah. the roving commercials yeah. for some of these churches. Yeah some of these pastors mm. um obviously the faith yeah what's making it even a look that's one of the reasons why it's become lucrative yep. for these pastors mm. and if you don't want these gospel musicians to also turn to negative mm. sources of income, income yeah it oh. only makes sense to that you empower them, them. yeah empower them true most of these gospel musicians go to these churches Churches, yeah most definitely and they become ambassadors for these churches churches. yeah most definitely if they have and the churches are making this bread yep support those gospel musicians most definitely if you're going to be putting gospel festivals out to them yeah or even having record labels or recording studios where they can come to to record free of charge mm. state of the art yeah put it together yeah if the artists if these gospel musicians are in the process of releasing projects yeah they're going to need funds to shoot videos Support and platforms them. you've got to yeah these men and women are doing their jobs for them yeah true true when some of these pastors are in hot water mm. Guess who are the first people to, to stand up? The gospel artists, actually. True. That's true. That's true. Facts. That's I've never true. thought about it before. Yeah. But what this brother put on the table, yeah. I'm buying that. Yeah. He even he highlighted examples like Sinatra and Frank Edwards. Yeah. Who are supported by their church in yeah. Nigeria. Um, Pastor Chris's uh, Love Wall yeah. label. Yeah. So he gave that example that the label, the 
that, that label sort the of forms yeah. their, their careers. You know, it gives them and a platform. What happens is, you know, because of the, how big those churches are, yeah. those artists that have been mentioned are able to, sell their are able to go mm. to the places in the world yeah, yeah. where that church, where As the branches, branches are. Yeah. You know, and then there's this was the other big con- gospel concert that happens in Nigeria every December. Massive. I think it's, it's the, called it's the, experience. the biggest. Yeah. The experience is the biggest gospel Probably festival in the, in, world. in the world, actually. Yeah, and then the flying gospel artists from all over the world. Absolutely. Besides that, I don't think I ever hear of any other gospel. I concerts. haven't. I haven't. At least within Africa. Yeah. I don't think I hear of yeah, anyone I on haven't. that scale. So I mean, it does make sense. I think it's a. I think it's that, a valid point. I think it's a point should... that really needs to be pushed. Yeah. If the churches want to say that they're investing in you know in in the development of their church Churches, members and so their youths i think they should true, look yeah. at the gospel musicians first yeah. they should look at those in church comedians yeah look at those creative spaces within in their the church, churches yeah. and empower those talents yeah. empower them yeah. if a gospel musician within one of the most popular churches has to go and solicit for funds I'll from say, a yahoo boy yeah. <laughs> Then we've got a problem. Yeah, shake your table. Oh, my Don't brother, shake tables. It needs to be said. You know, these guys are trying to mm. fund their art so they would have to yeah. turn to departments or people yeah. that they wouldn't necessarily look to. Yeah, but if they don't have a choice and their churches that are making millions and their pastor looking, wearing crocodile skin shoes yeah. and flying in private jets yeah. cannot support their yeah. creativity. Mm. What 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 oh, would you dear, say? Dear. I'm I'm down with that brother. Yeah, Churches need to yeah. support those gospel art, art musicians, those actors and actresses, comedians, videographers in the church. Empower oh, them. Dear. Empower them. Support them. Bam. Your head. Your yeah. Head. If you do that, maybe I won't be angry at them, those pastors <laughs> as dear, much. Dear. All right. Finally, in South Africa, yeah. uh, our you know. Should I call him our favorite rapper? It's not one of the one, one of the of hottest. Our, one of the hottest South African rappers on the scene right now, Nasty C, has announced the third edition of his Iverson tour, which kicks off in September. That's mad. That's what this month actually. He's basically been working for. The, he's been on that tour yeah. for at least a year. Yeah, he, he he the first edition was 2017. Yeah. The second one started middle of 2018. And now he's announced the tour dates for 2019. As well. It what what it shows. A variety of things. Mm. One, he's got a fan base that continues to support him. Yeah. Two, his popularity is that is that yeah. that it gives him the opportunity to continuous continuously tour. Yeah. And number three, his music, mm. particularly live, yeah, is being demanded. Yeah. And as a young man yeah. who I think is probably in his early twenties, yeah. um, that says a lot no, yeah. about how successful and how much in demand mm. this man is mm. um again i didn't even know that the iverson tour the second leg yeah, had finished, finished yeah because i still like saw him virtually on tour <laughs> yeah i still saw him if, moving if around nasty, see, it looks like he's always on yeah. tour yeah you yeah know? and you know one thing interesting about nasty when he even when he's on tour he's still releasing music he's still putting out videos it's, it's like nothing stops he's an artist that has found a way in africa yeah to continuously keep himself relevant yeah um in america we talk about the soundcloud rappers who yeah. continuously put music, music out, out to build their fan base and stuff yeah. i think he has found a middle point yeah. in between being a soundcloud 
rapper, rapper. and being a live in demand artist yeah. where he puts out music once the music starts to pick up is quickly on the road so his output is like a like a like a hungry artist or starving artist whereas he's a superstar still, he has an audience know, that's serving the, the superstar base rockstar base exactly so i mean that's that's a lesson to learn for all of us absolutely man, man. so big saying. shout out to him and then talk ending on the the tour tip um ed sharon yeah. has just announced his mini retirement after completing his record-breaking yeah. uh, world tour, tour yeah, the Divide Tour that has grossed over 730 million or 740 million dollars or something of that awesome. nature, where he's performed at stadiums in every part continent of the wow. world, wow. from Asia to America to Africa. Africa. I think it was in South Africa or whatever. That's some um, legendary numbers right there he's man. still a young man <laughs> that's some michael jackson type numbers no right he's even more than michael jackson numbers. he <laughs> broke the <laughs> last person to have that those type of numbers no. were you too wow. and that was in 2015 wow. where they they i think they crossed 700 million dollar ticket sale mark wow so he's broken that tour now Damn. he's been on that tour since 2017. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the show promoter must be smiling right now <laughs> Wait, 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 I don't even want to start a controversy. What I said mm. was to be, to have had such a successful tour, mm. it goes beyond being a superstar. Mm. It gets into the pocket of being a superstar that's well-disciplined, yeah. extremely talented, yeah. and obviously hardworking. Yeah. He's been on the road for two years. Mm. Rarely cancelled a I'm show. Sure. And he's giving a a groundbreaking performance Each every time. single time. Mm. That shows some serious level of artistry. Yeah. That you know, I'm in doubt that some of our Afro pop artists yeah. can can match. Yeah. It's a challenge. I would like to see people. Recently, I've got to say mm. big shout outs to Burner Boy. Yeah. I think he's been on tour the entire year. Yeah. He's been on his American tour. He's about to get on his European tour. He's yeah. on the second leg of the American in tour. tour. And he's, he's in media rounds. In he's doing media rounds yeah. in between all of that. He's dropped the album in between all of that. Yeah. He looks like, you know, this year, he's the one that's really grabbing that button and taking it to the next level. Shout out to David O, Yemi Alade, mm. who I've seen in the past mm. outstretch themselves. Sounds. But Ed Sheeran, has taken, of course, Sheon Kuti. My of God, course. what kind of human <laughs> being is that? That's somebody that does 100 dates, 50, 60 it's dates. Easy. But we need to, you know, I think Ed Sheeran has shown people where what, it's at. What's possible. Mm. Mm. And what's big possible. congratulations to the team. Most Everybody's definitely. smiling right now. Most definitely. Most big definitely. money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, we've come to the end of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast episode yeah. 45. Uh, I mean, big numbers, big numbers. <laughs> Very soon, live shows will be coming. Yes. But before we go, um, we have to give our shout outs to, well, not shout outs, but a missed um, the UK. Uh, what genre what, what is UK rapper. rapper. He's a UK rapper. rapper. Yeah, UK rapper who got robbed and uh, reportedly shot yeah. while on holiday in Portugal. Yeah. Um, news have come out that, you know, he's posted on Instagram saying, saying he's fine. He's His manager. Posted saying he's good, niggas get sh well, forgive our language, People brothers get shot, get shot all, the time. all the time, you know. But they seem to be, you know, handling it quite well. But yeah, yeah we wish him, you know, speedy recovery. Yeah. And yeah, everybody stay safe out there, man. Absolutely. Song choice of the week. Song choice of the week. I ha it has to be the 
um, what's his name? Jidana uh, and ah. Sean Kuti. Is it Gidana on the album? No, no, it's a single. Yeah, it's, on, on yeah, it's, it's, it's on Jidana's album. Wow, Jidana and Sean Kuti. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. When that's I remember, brilliant. I'll trade out there. Uh, my choice will be CK. Yeah. Um, Way. CK yeah. of Chocolate City Records, the new boy that they're promoting. He's not really a new boy. He's been he's a producer not, been for quite around, some time, yeah. dropping music for quite some time, but yeah. I think they're about to take him to the next level mm. now. Yeah. And that record is okay. Uh, you know, yeah. that way, poverty. Yeah. This that way. way. That's that's title way. way. That's, that's yeah, CK. One. Go check yeah. that out, man. And that's the fantastic and song. Kuti song is titled What the Wait. Mm. So, wait as in actual weight. Yeah. You know, and then the song seems to play on the whole, you know, slavery back in the day and where we are now and stuff mm. like that really powerful song man. that's amazing yeah. man so make sure you tune in every single week here on for the love of applebee's yeah. podcast yanga tv spotify soundcloud apple mm. get that quick right. yep. 45 episodes ain't no joke well Jeez. until next time it's the same place same time and there's peace <laughs> and out <laughs>